Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators. That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff, the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work-life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal, leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out. A better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. You getting your ass kicked over there, pal? <laughs> I wish we had a video of the last like twenty-seven minutes. You seriously? Been, I'm not in a good space. I got it. I know you're not. I got it. You some have to do some of that deep breathing. <laughs> by by the way, um, I think the computer kicked your ass. By the way, <laughs> it beat you. Okay. <laughs> for any for the listeners, I couldn't oh, I couldn't get into my I turned my computer. Do you turn your computer off? Ever? Uh, yeah, I do. I like every night or. Um, yeah, most times I do. I think yeah. I've already forgot my password. <laughs> I didn't write it down. Um, oh my God. So I am I am notorious about forgetting passwords and I'm constantly just, you know, forgot password. And I, I, tur- I don't normally I know turn that, my Kevin. computer on. I turned it off last night for some reason and then turned it on here and things were goofy and it was asking my, my, uh, the icon on the, it was different than it had ever been. And I'm like, where'd that come from? And I just went through. I mean, Jason just watched me have a meltdown. Yeah, you did like, have a meltdown. It was kind of funny, actually. No, it was. It was not. Should have taken video and sent it out to everybody. But I, anyway, I felt like uh, I was having relapses from like when you have to call like the cable company or like your phone provider, and you have to do, like I hate that stuff. That stuff drives me wait nuts. Wait and wait. So and finally, wait. after about literally, it took I don't know twenty minutes, maybe. Well, hey, I'm, I, you know what? I'm glad we're here. We're in the beautiful HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio. Absolutely. I, I parked myself back to where I was last week because mm-hmm. I felt like, you know what? That was a good spot, and I like this spot now. So I, I have a new spot. Th- three weeks in a row, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually feeling pretty good over here. So. I'm over here because this is the closest to the outlet, <laughs> and I need the outlet. Well, you might need more than a freaking uh, outlet, okay? Jeez. I need a chill pill. Hey, but anyway, um, we are excited. And KJ, are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I just had to look and make sure I was recording. <laughs> oh, my God. God. So I'm ready. What are you going to do? Are we going to what? What are you going to do? Come on. <laughs> We're going to raise the frequency, man. Yes, we, we are. are. We, I, we My are. goal we today are. is to raise your frequency today and raise everybody's Mine's frequency. Mine's low right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go spread some good out into the podcast universe. Hey, episode 2P42, as always, super excited to be here today in the beautiful HealthWise Yoga and Wellness Studio. I'm Jason Paris. I'm Kevin Jost with the Geek Squad. <laughs> <laughs> and we are the two principals. Hey, if this is your first time tuning into the 2P pod, we appreciate you checking us out. Thanks for tuning in today as we continue on this journey towards a healthier and happier you one step at a time, one conversation at a time, one password at a time. It's all good. <laughs> hey, and um, Kevin, what I was going to say about that is, you know, I've always joked, you know, a lot of these podcasters, they have like tech crews, they have like all sorts of yeah. stuff. 
I can't even figure out how to get in my computer. Well, first of all, we don't have a tech crew, right? <laughs> we don't have a marketing crew. We don't have any type of crew. <sighs> it's just the two rum dumps sitting in this yeah. room right here trying to make this thing go. And some days it works well and some days it doesn't. Yeah, that's right. So if you know anybody that wants to uh, take part in being on the two principles, <laughs> <laughs> what are we, we're looking for somebody to run the tech for you so you can get you into your computer. Yep. Set some things up, get some marketing. You know, there are uh, a lot of podcasters out there that have that, and good for them. But we're just two independent guys, two principals, just trying to figure life out and trying to enjoy it. So, hey, Kevin, let's go mailbag time here. What you got? You know what? This week was really cool. I got uh, a few uh, folks that uh, checked in with us. Uh, you got Principal Trent down in southern Minnesota. He just sent a very nice email just saying, hey, appreciate the work that we're doing with the two principals pod. And he just talked about how every morning he's getting out and uh, getting himself a mindful walk mm -hmm. and really I kind of center, center himself. So I thought that was really cool. Really and cool. I'd love to hear feedback from uh, principals. So again, if you are a principal or anybody out there listening to the show, educator, teacher, leader, parent, whoever you are, mm -hmm. and you have a question for us, it's the number two and then principals, P-R-I-N-C-I-P-A-L-S podcast at gmail.com. So these are a couple other questions that came in. One, um, our episode that's dropped right now, episode 2P41, we talked about servant leadership mm -hmm. and are there any drawbacks or are there any dangers to that? And so this question came in from Steve and Steve said, hey, what are the potential drawbacks and limitations of implementing a servant leadership style in the education system? So Kevin, you go. Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that you mentioned last week that I hadn't really thought of kind of changed my perspective on things was you mentioned um, the potential for being taken advantage of. Mm, yeah. I, I hadn't thought of it that way yeah. and, and uh, how that could, you know, feasibly happen. If, if you're so ingrained in, in servant leadership. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's one drawback. Um, other drawbacks come to mind are, you know, potentially burning yourself out. Yeah, going too hard. And I mean, if you are if you are overly committed to servant leadership, you're basically overcommitted to other people and not yourself. Hey, I put a, a tweet out uh, just before we went on the show about servant leadership. And so those that are following us on X or Twitter, um, it was about what we're, what we're just talking about here. And I said, while servant leadership promotes collaboration and empowerment, it's crucial for principals or leaders to strike a balance between serving others and making tough decisions. Mm -hmm. I think those are two things, too. An effective leadership requires a mix of empathy and accountability. So it's not... You know, it's just not a, a one-way thing, so it's leadership and balance there. So I thought that was something that uh, the folks out there, if you're following us on Twitter or X, we appreciate the follow and appreciate you getting back. Hey, with the, another question I had here. So this is from Jay Stock. You know hmm. Jay Stock. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's got a sweet new tattoo. I know he does. He's a, he is an avid listener to the Two Principles Pod, and we appreciate his uh, checking in with us. Uh, but he's, he, he texted a question today. He said, how has your leadership style changed or evolved as you've gotten older. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, <clears throat> I think mine's relatively simple. Um, you've been in admin position longer than I have. This is only my fifth year. I mean, I've been in some district level Jobs, leadership yeah, positions too, but I'm going to speak specifically about the, the admin role at a building. And for me, it's just, I've just become just more confident. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I, I think the first few years, I don't even know if I could have 
described what my style was. Right. Um, because you're just trying to figure things out. Um, so I, I would say my style has just become m- more confident. I, I think others would see me as more confident. Yeah. Just being able to, you know, make make decisions more quickly and, and maybe with less support. And um, so I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's a style that has changed, but I would say that's probably what people recognize in me in my five short years of, of uh, being in this role in a building. Yeah. I, for me, yeah. For me, I would say I've always been relationship driven. I've always uh, just, I, I love people. I love um, connecting and, and making sure people have what they have. And I think for me over the time, over my 25 years of doing this, it's, it's really understanding too, that you got to make some tough choices and you got to mm-hmm. make some tough decisions and being okay with that and know that not everybody's going to agree with it and being just, having that understanding that that's, that's just the way it's going to be. And so that that's taken time for me, but that's one of the things that has changed for me as I've gotten older. Hey, uh, the two principles newsletter, we so much appreciate the community that was growing here with the two principles, uh, community and people checking out the life and leadership newsletter. Kevin, just remind listeners, where can they find it? We had a great newsletter out this week on, you know, taking care of yourself. And a lot of what we're doing, Kevin, is this stuff that is helping us out and mm-hmm. we think can help others out to become the best versions of themselves. Yep. So we're getting some good stuff yep. out there. As, as usual, just hop on out there to uh, twoprinciples.com. Right there at the bottom of the homepage, there's a uh, quick little link. And just fill in your first and last name, your email. You will get an email confirmation that you'll need to click on. And, um, yeah, it's good information. And, and make sure that, you know, there's a feedback section in there. Um, that's another way to, to email us. If you click on that, that image, you'll just uh, automatically go to your email and send us an email and it's good stuff. Short read. I love it. And, and again, we appreciate uh, those that are, that are following us. And again, the other thing I'd say about, you know, newsletters, cause I know people are like, Oh, another newsletter. We just send it out on Sundays. It's one yeah. news that we don't we don't get your email and fire five hundred emails nope. to you or ask you for this or it's just if you want to just be on our newsletter feed where you, we're just kicking out a newsletter to you and it, it shoots out an email to you, do it. It's a it's a great piece. It's a short piece. I love the challenges. I love the motivational stuff. The strategies. We got a mindful minute in there and just a, we always you and I always put a little piece in there about how it's impacted. Us a little bit. Hey, be, I forgot. We got we to gotta go with the music, man. And I got a song, and I think this song is going to fire you up. Rage Against the Machine? That's well, <laughs> well I'm not feel. going there, okay. but what you, you got... What do you got? Okay. I'm not going to tell you, but this is one of my... Let's see if I know it. This is... I really like this one here. Oh, yeah. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. You know Katy Perry um, and I go way back. I don't know what that means, but... Um, what's this called? Roar. Roar. That's right. So So I was doing 15 minutes ago. You Do you know that uh, Roar was released as the lead single from Katy Perry's fourth studio album, Prism, in 2013? It's a good song. It is. You know the other. Keep it playing here for a second. I want to. Roar became an instant success debuting at number one on the billboard hot 100 chart making it katie perry's eighth chart topper here we go we got to get to the point of well, it's got a good me- it's got a good message right it's very um inspiring so 
and I want to talk about that because the the songs empowering and uplifting lyrics serve as an anthem for self empowerment and personal growth. Yeah. And then the music video, if you've ever seen the music video of Roar, Katy Perry portrays a survivor after being stranded in a jungle following a plane crash. The video emphasizes themes of resilience and self-discovery. So, hey man, that is... um, Oh, this is a kind of a cool little fun fact here about Roar too. The song's music video has garnered over 3.4 billion views on YouTube, making it one of Katy Perry's most watched videos on the platform. So anyway, Katy Perry Roar, let's get into the let's get into the show here today. Let's do it. Hey, you know what? I got a I got a song or I got a I got a question for you. I know last week's question you thought you Oh, we got a random. Rando, you, you thought I was. You thought I was kind of the hot dog one. Yeah, yeah, that one was weird. You thought I was weird, and I am weird. I do have crazy, but this one is this one actually fits you because you're a big chips and salsa guy. Ooh. You love. You know what we should do? We should probably bring chips and salsa oh into God, the studio we when we record because usually we're recording on uh, nights. You yeah. know, uh, nights during the week. Uh, so yeah, you know what? We're gonna do. What's that. your favorite chip right now? Uh, my what favorite are you, what are you chip. Into? Uh, I like the. Um, the Siete chips. If you ever, if you know what the Siete chips are, no. And they got a little uh, salt on them there. Those are those are good. I like those. But here, here's a question today. Okay, so Kevin, what is the ultimate secret to making the perfect mouth-watering salsa to accompany your favorite chips? Hold on, I got locked out of my computer. <laughs> I swear to God, I did. Um, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, it's mango. Ooh, mango. So yeah. tell so tell me a little bit about yeah. the So you make your you mango. make your you know, I don't I, I will say I don't make salsa as much as I make yeah. uh guacamole. I make we make guacamole all the time. And I put mango in both. I do like mango. Um, I mango I do but like just your standard salsa ingredients, but then I always add mango. Yeah, so so I was looking this up and I was like, cause I love salsa too. And I love mm-hmm. the, the whole chips and salsa, but obviously you need the tomatoes, you need the onion, the jalapenos, yep. the garlic, cilantro, lime juice, you know, a little salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. But you know, then there's those other ingredients and you hit on one of them being the mangoes, but you know, you could also include bell peppers. Some people like corn, black mm-hmm. beans, mm-hmm. avocados, pineapple. Mm-hmm. I like we, we do. If pineapple. we don't have yeah. mango, we do pineapple. Yeah. Yep. Um, and some people may add spices like cumin, uh, cayenne pepper mm-hmm. for that added depth mm-hmm. and heat. So you are a big chips and salsa guy. So you, would you rather, do you, do you have a, like if you were to a brand, you'd go buy one or is Chip it just or salsa? salsa? <laughs> so believe it or not, and I don't know why I say believe it or not, because it's not a bad thing, but um, Target actually sells mm. their, what is it? The Good and Gather? Is that their? Oh yeah, Good to is Gather. Is yeah. good, good whatever gather, it's called? Yeah. They make a... Uh, mango salsa. They make a, I think they make a pineapple salsa, and there might even be a peach salsa. Um, we've been buying that. I mean, a lot of times we just buy it from um, whatever the, the Whole Foods three sixty five brand. Yeah. But but we've been getting into this this uh, good and gather one. And have you ever had? Uh, have you ever made watermelon salsa? You ever done mm-hmm. that? Never. Oh, my really gosh. good. Yeah, try it. It's. I mean, literally, you make your salsa, but instead of tomatoes, you use watermelon. Wow. It's weird. It, hmm. it doesn't sound like it would be good, but it's delicious. That does sound, well. Yeah. I, I would probably like it. I mean, I love I love the mangoes. I love pineapple salsa too. Pineapple salsa is really good too. So, you think the ultimate secret ingredient is a mango? Huh. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah, some type of 
Tropical you like fruit. it like thick and chunky? I do. You I like, like it thick it. and chunky. I don't, you like, don't the like the runny stuff. I'll runny still stuff. eat it, <laughs> but I prefer the, the thick and chunky. Here's what I'm gonna do next week when we record yeah. our show. I'm bringing in a bag of chips and I'm bringing in some salsa. We're gonna just chow some <laughs> chips and salsa while we eat here, okay? Because okay. I'm actually hungry right now too. You ever have the salsa verde trip chips at Trader from Trader Joe's? Yep, I've had those. I like those. those. Are delicious. Yeah. You know that the chip does make a difference too. It does. So, and I will say, I got to tell you this. I got to, I got to give a shout out to Little Angie's Cantina up in Duluth. As you know, um, Becky and I were up there last yeah. weekend visiting the kids, but um, went into Little Angie's Cantina again because that. Blake, he's uh, during the year, his last year up there, he's working up there. And Poe, the one of the managers yeah. and uh, bartenders and all that stuff who just does a great job, he is phenomenal. He took such great care of us up at Little Angie's Cantina there in Duluth. Uh, it's kind of a staple up there. But yeah. you talk about good chips and salsa and just good... Uh, good, some good Mexican food. Get get up there, man. It's yeah. uh, it is phenomenal. And Poe, give a shout out to Poe if you're ever in Little Angie's Cantina. Ask for Poe. Um, they, I think they used to have shirts that you know how they said Bo knows. Yeah, Poe knows. Poe knows. knows. But yeah, Poe took good care of us, and uh, he appreciate uh, the folks up there at Little Angie's Cantina there in Duluth. So, hey, uh, we've got a topic here that I think you and I like to talk about. It's leadership and it's potential. Leadership potential. Yep. There's the question, the question that can be debated is, can anyone become a great leader or is it just a genetic lottery? So is it the, the nature versus nurture, uh, natural born leaders you can develop? So we're going to talk about that. But hey, do you think we should call a friend of the show right now and see if she answers? Colin Kate Loveland. She was a guest on... Um, I think it was uh, episode three. Yeah. There we go. See, now it's working. Hello. Hey, Kate Loveland. This Kate is Jason Paris and Kevin Jones, two principals. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? We we're great. We you know what? We were just telling the listeners right now. You're you're on the you're on the two principals pod again. This is your second time. We call you a friend of the show. A really wonderful cool, cool friend of the show. And Kate Kevin was episode. Was she was she our second? She was our first actual so called. Well, she's been the first. Maybe it was the second. It was because we. I, I think, think we it was had, We had Bob. We had Bob. Yeah. But he technically at that point he wasn't a principal. So no. Kate was actually the first principal on the show. Yeah. Don't you feel there special? Don't you feel special, Kate? I do. <laughs> that was a long... I do. I was a little. I, you know, I'm competitive. So the fact that I wasn't first, but I was the first principal, so I'm okay Correct. with that. Yeah. Hey, what are you up to right now? What are you doing? Um, I'm sitting in my office and I'm working on work. What? Uh, what about the work-life balance piece? <laughs> that was you got coming an F. Out. I, I you got an F. Hit me with that. Uh, no, I tell myself I I have to be out of here by five. And oh, that's so right. I figured you guys would be calling, and I didn't want to be in my car driving. So well, right and we'll give you a little leeway. You are elementary, so you kind of start later. Start later. And all that other stuff. So we'll give you we'll give you some cut you some slack. Hey, the the to- right. the topic for today's show is on leadership potential. And uh, awesome. hey, you first of all, I got to tell you, Kate, Kevin had a meltdown in here before <laughs> the show started. He uh, he couldn't get into oh, his. No. I know he couldn't get into his computer. I was losing it. He was losing it. So um, the computer kicked his ass today. It did. <laughs> do, we, ass. do we need to do some breathing strategies, Kevin? Oh, I was. <laughs> There's some foul language. There was all sorts of stuff. Yeah, so it was. It was all sorts of 
strategies. Yes. <laughs> That's good. So, Kate, when you think of um, leadership potential, do you? One of the questions I'm asking Kevin today, and, and I'm asking myself too: Can anyone become a great leader, or is it just a genetic lottery? Do you think? Oh, you, I. Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, I, I just. What do you think? Well, I think um, there is a piece that's innate. Yeah. And I think that's the piece that drives you the hunger to want to be a leader. Um, but I think being a great leader, anybody can be a great leader. Hmm. Um, and so it's kind of the, the passion, the work that you do, how you dig in, how you serve is what makes you great. Huh. Kev, what do you got to say to that? Well, I was thinking, <laughs> so you're saying anybody can be a great leader, but yet there's, there's a component to it that, that is kind of instinctual. Does somebody who has the instinctual drive, the innate drive, do they have the upper hand? If anyone can be a great leader, is that is that individual going to be a better leader? Um, so you know I'm a sports gal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I go back to anyone can coach mm-hmm. that knows the skills of the sport. Mm-hmm. But a great coach is able to motivate and find out what makes their athletes tick. Mm. So I apply that in the education with leadership. Like I feel like anyone who wants to be a leader can be a leader, but in order to be great, yes, you have to understand who you're working with, what they need, um, and be able to do that on a daily basis. Does that make sense? It does. That's a totally, good. It's uh, a good. I like that. I like that explanation. Well, and I, I always look at it too. From you look at it doesn't matter what type of leadership. It could be in coaching. It could be a principalship. It could be, you know, a a boss at a a Walgreens. Whatever. What are those? What, why do people? The other piece that I always go to. There are there are bosses. There are leaders. There are coaches that people really want to be around and be a part of. And then there's bosses mm-hmm. where they're like. Keep me the hell away from that person. That's person I don't, you know, and they just started they yeah. they struggle and all that stuff. So I do think there is people do have that 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 peace within them, but to be actually great, um, yeah. Hmm. That's good. I like it. What else do you have yeah. for Kate before we hang up? Because I know she's taking time out. And we, you know, mm-hmm. first of all, I want to ask her, hey, uh, we I asked what are you do you like do you like salsa? Kate? Yeah. What's your what do you think is the what's your favorite ingredient when you when you come when it comes to salsa? Do you add anything oh. special? Anything special or, or is it just the <sighs> Okay, so I have a couple of things. You can't make fun of me because I'm from Iowa. <laughs> well you put corn but in. I like corn in my yeah, salsa. Yeah, that, I do that. I do that too. A, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Right, so you and like And I do think like some fresh salsa if you have some jalapeno in yes. there or um, some cilantro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. Nailed it. So, yeah, we were talking a little bit about chips and salsa. So, Kevin, was we were talking about that. But, he hey, was trying to calm what, me down. What, who's making dinner tonight at your house? Who, what's for, oh, and what's for dinner tonight? dinner, not me. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's on the menu, but I don't complain because it's, I don't make it. So. Uh. That's nice. That's awesome. You're going to go home and all that good stuff. Well, hey, 
Kate, we so much appreciate you. You are an amazing leader and we love you and uh, just grateful for your friendship and being a part of the Two Principles pod. If, If you're okay, we may occasionally just give you a call to check in to see what's going on with Kate Loveland. Yes, please do. And I absolutely adore you both. Um, and you're amazing leaders. So keep up what you're doing. I appreciate you. Thank you. Have a good one and enjoy your dinner. See ya. All right. You too. Bye. 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 All right. She's funny. She is. All right. Uh, thank you to Kate Loveland for checking in with us on the show. That was kind of fun. We had never uh, really had uh, a conversation with somebody no, on the haven't. show. So, but That's going cool. back to that, it, it, I liked what she had to say about, you know, anybody can be a leader, but to be great, right? Yeah, I like the coach analogy. Um, the, the you know, if you know the X's and O's, if you know, you know, if you know the rules of the sport, if you know the rules of the game, you technically you can coach it. But if you have a deeper, you know, knowledge base of that sport, maybe maybe you also played it. Um, if you have a deeper understanding and relationship with your athletes, you are going to get more out of that team than say, um, you know, here's here's an example. A lot of times in, in mid-season, sometimes coaches, you know, they leave, mm-hmm. whether whether voluntarily or involuntarily. Right. And it, and and someone has to slide into that position. Well, they may not know the players, and right. so are they going to struggle with being a successful leader if they don't have that deeper understanding of of who their personnel is, um, made up of, and and what they're capable of doing, and who they should, you know, be paired with, and who should be on the field or the court or the rink or whatever at the right time? Um, yeah, there's a lot of nuances with with leading um it's not just again it's not just knowing the x's and the o's or in our case you know knowing the schedule or um you know policies and stuff like that so um but yeah it is it is a very interesting question um you know you hear the term right natural born leader Mm um and you know you think of somebody who like you kind of mentioned people just want to be around Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I, well, that's what I think of when I think of a natural born leader. It's people that, that you, people are drawn to them. And now a word about our partner, HealthWise Behavioral Health and Wellness. As a team of experienced licensed psychologists, clinical therapists, medical professionals, and mind-body practitioners, HealthWise offers a wide range of mental health services for individuals of all ages. HealthWise is grounded in a philosophy that considers the whole person. Located right here in Maple Grove, Minnesota, HealthWise is ready and able to assist you with becoming the best version of yourself. And now, back to the show. Being a leader isn't always, you know, everybody, you know, you you might see a leader and everyone says, hey, I want to be a leader or I want to be a boss or I want to be the one in charge. I want to be the one, the, the, the head coach or whatever mm-hmm. it is and get all the the glory, right? There, because people people might like that part of it. Sure. Um, but there are, there are challenges with being a leader, right? So yes. some of the... <laughs> <laughs> why don't you why don't you just share b- being a leader uh in a school what what would what would you tell others about 
some of those challenges of being a leader? Well, before we even get to the challenges, a thought popped into my head when you were reading that. I think it's important as people are getting into a leadership position, I think they need to to explore the the why behind it. Like, mm. why are you wanting to get into that position? Right. Is it because you're looking for glory? Is it, Are you looking for recognition? Um, I, I don't think you're going to reach your potential unless you understand and are truly in sync with, um, with, with the reason why you wanted to get in that role in the first place. So that's just, I don't know, that just popped in my head. But so <laughs> challenges, oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin. Um, the amount of stuff we have to do, the the dynamics between relationships, um, um, managing student behavior, working with parents, working with uh, situations in the community. Um, it, it's working with schedules, working with um, everybody wanting, you know, with a large system like mm-hmm. we have in a large building, you know, there's the domino effect. If I do this for this person, it, it doesn't just impact that person. It impacts other other people. It impacts other classes. It impacts the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has a need and and they're legit. They're 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 valid, right? Mm-hmm. And so how how do you navigate that and because like you said, you're, you're going to make decisions and every decision you make, it's going to impact somebody negatively and positively. Yep. Um, you know, we don't, we don't live in this world where we make a decision and every single individual gets what they want. Mm-hmm. It's not reality. Right. Um, I mean, those are, those are the most obvious challenges. Yeah. And some of the stuff that um, I would say are add to, and you hit, you hit on a lot of this, but when you are some of the challenges of, being a leader, you are managing people, mm-hmm. right? You're managing and trying to motivate a diverse group mm-hmm. of people, their backgrounds, their personalities, all that stuff. So that that is, that's not, that can be a challenge, right? Because you are responsible to lead, work with people from, like I said, different backgrounds, skills, personalities. Motivating a team can be challenging as it requires understanding of each individual's needs communication styles, finding ways to inspire and engage people, mm-hmm. right? Decision-making. Leaders have to make decisions, right? And some people don't like to do that. Some people want to maybe just, uh, they might have opinions, yeah. but then when you're the one sitting in that chair, or you're the one s- making that decision, some people, ah, I don't know about that, but you have to be able to uh, make tough decisions while considering the implications and potential consequences. So every decision you're making, you're always looking at where are these implications, what are potential consequences, and the pressure to make decisions efficiently and effectively can be challenging, especially when faced with complex situations. And you said that, being a leader, being able to make decisions, Mm -hmm. and you've talked about that as you've grown as a leader, you're able to make those decisions a little bit quicker, more yeah. efficiently because yeah. you've been around, you know that, yep. right? With and more you feel confidence. more confidence. Yep. 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 So that is, and I would say another one is when you're in a leadership role, do you, do you think you're dealing with conflict? <laughs> That's a yes. And as a principal, Mr. Jost over there, 
you deal with conflict on could a daily be basis. from kids, yep, from 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 parents, yep, and from even staff, yep, right. So you're you're dealing with conflicts. Um, you have to, as a leader, you have to be able to navigate those conflicts. You also have to find resolutions while maintaining harmony and team morale. Just by saying that, that's stress. Sounds impossible. So, yeah. Sounds like, yeah. how the hell am I going to yeah. freaking do that? And I think there's also a level two of you have to be somewhat of an expert in compartmentalizing mm-hmm. because in this job, in this role, in education, I, I hate this is this is the one of the grossest parts of the job, but I'm going to be honest with you. Your character gets called into question all the time, all the time, mm-hmm. all the time. So if you're not comfortable with 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 people questioning your character and and being able to just go, I'm putting that over here because that's that's some of the best. I, I can't even remember where I heard this. Um, some of the best advice I got was what other people think of me is none of my business. It's not. If you start <laughs> worrying about business. that, that's going right. to send you down on. So that there's another challenge. That, that's a, that's a huge challenge in, in leadership and specifically in our role is, is you being questioned. And, and a lot of times, like I said, unfortunately it's your character that they're questioning. You're constantly being like it or not judged. You're being judged. Yep. You're always being judged decisions you're making Maybe, oh my gosh, did you see what Mr. Joseph is wearing today? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be as simple as that, or what is he drinking? What is he eating? You know, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, so being able to, to do that, understand that. And then the other piece, there's a couple other things I wanted to talk about here today. One was the challenges of, of time management, right? You're, you said this earlier, you're juggling a lot. As a principal, mm-hmm. as a leader, you're not walking into the school and saying, oh, I'm just going to take care of this one thing today and then I'm going to be done with my day. Right. You walk in and you have a list of things that you, maybe you want to get done. And then as the day goes on, you got shit coming on that list all day long. I even joke with you sometimes. Just add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> add it to the list. So what do you, I mean, what do you got to say about that? I mean, is that, I mean. It's a huge challenge. Time management. It's trying a huge to, challenge. And it's, it's. You know, being able to prioritize, is this something I need to do right now? The, the, the other challenge is everybody wants it done right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody does. Everybody mm-hmm. has a different, different um, threshold for, you know, patience level. And, but, but the consistency is everyone's threshold is, is pretty low. I mean, yeah. it's pretty short. Everybody wants it done. Parents want things done now. They, they, it's just, I mean, I, I find myself telling parents all the time, listen, I, I get it and we're, we're doing the best we can, but your situation is not the only situation that I'm dealing with right now. Right. And so that's, that's a big, that's a big challenge. Um, and understanding, you know, when you manage your time, how are you, how are you managing time for yourself too? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and making sure that you are, you are taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. and, and all that other stuff. Cause it can get really easy when you get into a new job or maybe you're a new principal, new assistant principal, new teacher, new lead, whatever you, whatever you're doing, it can get really easy just to drive, 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 go on the next thing, you know, tired, you're burnt out. So you Mm got to be careful about that. Manage your time. 
I was going to say the, the yeah, next thing is adapting some of the challenges you face as a leader, being able to adapt to change, yeah. right? Because change is a constant in today's work environment, yeah, right? I sure. mean, in the school environment, do you think if you can't understand that change is, an, is just going to happen and you think, oh, I, I, just, I don't want to change, I'm going to keep it the way it is all the time, you're that's in a, for it. Yeah, it's a tough, that's a tough, uh, tough situation to be in if you're, if you're not okay with that. What about, um, what about as a leader, <laughs> the two words that are popping in my head are flexible and having a growth mindset as a principal. Yeah, you have to be. I mean, you have to be. And, and the thing is, the things that you're mentioning right now, I mean, to me, this is how you unleash your leadership potential. You figure out how to be all these things, mm-hmm. right? If you're not flexible, if you don't have a growth mindset, you're never going to come close to reaching your leadership potential. Right. How could you? Yeah. I mean, so you have to learn how to communicate effectively. You need to learn how to tap into, uh, re- you know, relationships. Um, you need to learn how to think critically. You need to make decisions considering all the factors. I mean, these are the nuts and the bolts, I think, of unleashing your your leadership potential. And how do you do that? I think you just keep doing the work. Yeah, you just keep doing the work. I mean, it's it's a it's a never ending uh, journey. Do you? One of the things I love to do is I love to read about successful leaders, yeah. and I don't care what profession it sure. is, and I don't care if it's in the athletic, if it's successful musicians, if it's successful, just successful people that are yeah. doing it. Like I always want to know what it, what is it that they have, and so a lot of these things we're talking about, they do. But I think going back to what Kate said, the word that that resonated with me was was drive. I don't think you can teach that. That's that that's that innate, um, intangible um, thing that that is. I feel like it's just in you, or it's not. I do. I, I that's my own personal yeah. belief. Yeah. Um, what causes somebody to just you know start a task and and just dig on it? I'm I'm not I'm not stopping until it's done. Or yeah. I'm not stopping until it's right or or whatever the case may be. I don't think that's something that people develop. I think that's just, and maybe, and maybe you, you know, with your kids, did you see a difference in your kids when they were younger? You know, I, I can remember um, uh, learning how to ride a bike. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember I, I was obsessed with it and I'd fall down and I would get on that thing and I would fall down again. And I was, I was, I literally remember Mm -hmm. just being like, no, I'm doing this until I get it. Yeah. So like, did you see any of that in your kids? Absolutely. Yeah. Difference. Yep. And those are things that, um, like you said, you have to have that, that hunger, that drive, Mm -hmm. right. And being willing to be put in situations where you are going to have to be resilient and maybe you're going to fail and you're going to have to, um, fight back and grow and, and get through that. Those are the situations where we talked about a couple episodes ago with about resilient, right? Yeah. Being a resilient leader. Yep. That when you talk about kids today, one of the things that uh, we kids need to understand 
is to be, it's okay to go through some of the tough times. Mm -hmm. It's okay not to feel great. It's okay to feel like, oh my gosh, I didn't get this or I don't understand Mm -hmm. this and not to give up. To have the ability to keep fighting, keep growing and keep learning, Mm -hmm. that is key. And so what I'm agreeing with what you're saying there with that drive there and you need to be able to have that. The piece that it's coming into me though too is when you think about leaders too, there are you can have the potential, right? The mm-hmm. leadership potential. Yep. But there are different kind of leaders too, right? For sure. There are, you know, there's some of the boisterous, loud, rah-rah leaders. Deion and, Sanders. And there's some that are just quiet leaders, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Tony Dungy comes to mind yeah. when I think of Tony Dungy. Very quiet. He's a quiet leader. Yep. And I'm, I know we're talking coaches here, but even when you're talking about, when I think about the different principles that I've been around or worked for. They all have different ways to do it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're trying to bring a group of people, your teachers, your staff, your team together, mm-hmm. move them forward along with creating that culture with your with your students to make sure that that's going. So, my question to you Kevin, is there is there different leaders that are doing it differently and being successful? Yeah, of course there are. Yeah, for sure. In one way one way might not always might not always work. The the probably the biggest thing that I have learned in my time is it's okay to change. Yeah. It's okay to I can't be one way all the time. If I'm one way all the time, I have to have that situational awareness, the mm-hmm. self awareness piece. And I think that was the last piece I was going to say here. Where I think sometimes leader, leaders can have come into challenges with if you don't have that situational awareness or that self-awareness piece where you can recognize that, you know what, this might not be the time to go with this approach. I may, ta- I may have to take a different approach to, to be able to have those different leadership mm-hmm. styles in my, in my so-called uh, tool belt there, but self-awareness and continuous improvement – that's another piece where I think leaders to to gain that uh, leadership potential and leadership uh, to grow and to be are are you going to be an effective leader need to have a high level of self awareness being able to understand and again this was something that you and I we put this out on those that are following us on Twitter but we 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 it's really important to make sure you're understanding what are your strengths what are your weaknesses. What are areas of improvement? You have to be able to recognize that within yourself in order for you to move forward or help other people move. And then continuously developing your leadership skills. Are you one to, you like podcasts, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're you're looking out there for different for sure. ways to maybe do things or grow. Absolutely. I think it's important. And I think it's also important to not just look for resources in your area. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, I mean, I mean, obvious, an obvious place to look is like coaches. I mean, people think of coaches as leaders, but you know, business leaders, community leaders, I mean, it's, it's, there's, they're everywhere and, right. and they're in every capacity and every, you know, walk of life. And, and I think it's good to, to hear from, uh, a diverse group of people that are leading something, an organization, people, movement, whatever it might be. Um, because like you said, this is not a static environment. Things change Mm -hmm. and you're going to need to maybe 
pull a different tool out from time to time um, based on the circumstance and the situation. And You know, one that I, I've, I've read a lot of and was popping in my head is just because we go through, you go through life and you go through leadership and you go through just everything that can come at you, but it's that positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Being able to approach life with the positive mindset and approach your job with a positive mindset. Now, is it always going to go great? No, absolutely not. You're going to be able to. You're going to have to go through a whole bunch of shit mm-hmm. sometimes to get to where you need to be. But to have a positive mindset, wake up with a grateful heart. Wake up with that. How do you do that? Like I, when you find yourself stuck. You know, that's what I call it. Sometimes I get stuck. What do you tell? What do you tell yourself? I, I I've been doing a lot of reading on what we're what what our thoughts are mm-hmm. and being self talk self talk yeah recognizing that and say you know what it's going to be okay yeah I'm going to get through this we're going to get through this having that go over and over in my head maybe it's um, starting to the other piece that I'll sometimes break off with is just start talking about everything that I'm grateful for mm-hmm. changing my mindset changing those thoughts into what am I grateful for? Or I get an opportunity to do this. I think I was sharing this with mm-hmm. you the other day. Like something bad goes, whatever. Good. Great. Yeah. Let's do it. Having that just that 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 internal talk and and uh yeah, doing that. How about you? What do you what do you do? When, I when find myself um telling myself my my kind of my mantra when I'm feeling stuck is I just tell myself this isn't I'm not gonna feel like this forever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm going to my this feeling that I have right now. This heaviness. This this tightness. This this apprehension. This anxiety. Whatever it is. This this pit in my stomach. It's gonna go away. Yeah. It's gonna pass. Yeah. And and I'm gonna get to the other side of it. And I know I'm gonna have a different perspective. Um, you know, time has a way of doing that. And and so I just I just reassure myself that, that I'm not going to feel like this forever. It tends to help. I think that's great. That's great advice. And to know, to know that stuff will pass and you're recognizing and having that. So yeah, that, that piece of self-awareness, situational awareness is, is key. What other, what are things you want to talk, talk about here, uh, about leadership potential? Man, I don't know. I feel like we've hit a lot of it. I mean, um, we talked about the you know, kind of the nature versus nurture. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to something that, that I kind of was thinking about when we were talking about um, the, this topic is challenges. And I think you, I think you used, you said something that triggered something in my head. And for me, um, believe it or not, I'm actually, my, my go-to uh, style in life is I'm actually an introvert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not an extrovert. Um, I, I can do it. And obviously I do do it working in a, in a large building and um, I'm, I'm confident when I do it and, and I don't, I don't have any anxiety about it necessarily, but where I say it's a challenge for me is, is the self care piece because um, the reason I say I'm an introvert, if I were to be honest if I'm going to recharge, if I'm going to do something to, to, to recharge my batteries, it's in isolation. Mm-hmm. I choose to be by myself. Mm-hmm. 
the thing that drains me the most is is going to a, a function, going to a party, going to going to a concert, mm-hmm. going to I can do it. And it's not that I might not enjoy it, but it drains me. Mm-hmm. And so I find for me as a leader in this position, you you can't you obviously are engaging with a multitude of people all day long. Mm-hmm. So I have to balance the wow, I really, really burn my batteries every day. And so how am I, what am I doing to take care of myself after work to get those back up to level to go do it all again the next day? That That's a challenge for me. I think that, Kevin, that is great advice. That is great perspective. And as leaders, principals, educators, being able to, again, figure out who you are and what you need is so important. You yeah. you you've worked on that. You you know yourself. You know what what you need. And when you can do that, you are evolving. You're growing, and you're becoming uh, better as you go down this uh, path of of life and leadership. I'm the same way. I know that I get exposed to a lot of energy. Yeah, making decisions, getting questions asked, asking questions. Lots of that stuff all day long from, uh, it could be a phone, it could be phone, it could be email, it could be face-to-face all day long, all the energy, all that stuff. I too need to go home. I need to unplug, re- you know, recharge, mm-hmm. recharge the batteries again to be able to go back and do that. So again, are there people out there that how they get charged up is being around more people? For sure. Probably. And that's yeah. great. Yeah, and that's their way of doing yep. it. And so there's not, again, piece I would say, there's a, that there's not one way to do it. You need to figure out what works for you yep. and, and make that work. And I think that's one of the biggest keys to unleashing your potential is you got to know yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to know yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. What else you got, pal? I think I think we're pretty good. Yeah, the one, I did want to say there was... Um, that there was some stuff here that I wanted to say. Um, oh, about some resources for people. Mm. There's some books that um, I've checked out, and I would recommend that, you know, if you're looking at your leadership potential and becoming a better leader, uh, we've John Maxwell is one that I, you know, I reference quite a bit, but he has a book called The Five Levels of Leadership. Great book. Um, Brene Brown, you know, she's got some great books, but if you've ever, this is one of my favorites, but Dare to Lead, mm-hmm. it's a great book. Um, I've referenced this book, I think the last three episodes, but Simon Sinek, Leaders Eat Last, I've got that in my office. It's a, it's a great book. And then John Gordon, I referenced him today. He is one too about the power of positive leadership. And I've got that book in my office as well too. Great uh, resources. Um, are you a big Jacko? You ever? Yeah, I know him. Yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm. Yeah, pretty versed got some, in him. Yeah. He's got some stuff out there, but he's one too about, you know. But he's got a book called Extreme Ownership. Hmm. Um, I believe he wrote that with another uh, person as well too. But those are some resources. I would say be a continual learner. Go out there, figure some things out. Um, I'm sure there's lots and lots of podcasts and all that other stuff out there, so they can check those out. But Kevin, what would be let's 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 leave our listeners with 
that one one piece of advice I'll let you I'll let you share and then I'll share. Uh, I'm gonna go back to what I just said. I mean, it sounds redundant because I just said it, but you got to know who you are. You got to you got to be in tune with who you are, and 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 I'm gonna piggyback a little bit with what I said in the beginning. Figure out your why. Why are you wanting to be in a leadership role? If you if you can truly come in come into you know kind of harmony with the why, you can frame your trajectory of the type of leader you want to be, which then will help you unleash it, right? Because mm-hmm. the why matters. Yeah. The why matters if you're if you're there because you want the glory versus you're there because you want to uh, help mold people to be the best versions of themselves. Well, to unleash those two things look very different. So I think that's that's my thing. Figure out who you are and figure out your why. Love it. I think that is fantastic. And I would say to, to end my piece here would be to live and lead with purpose regarding developing your leadership potential would be um, I'm going to, I'm going to step into the realm of the relationship, Mm. the relationship with yourself, which going along with a lot of what you said, but have, have a positive relationship with yourself, love yourself, have compassion for yourself, understand yourself. And then the next piece is the business of leadership is about people, get to know people, care about people, love on people be there for them. Absolutely. So those are those that's my little piece to end here. So pal, yeah. I appreciated the time today. Always a blast hanging out here at the Healthwise Yoga and Wellness Studio. Maybe after the show here you're going to have to do some yoga, pal. I'm going to hey tip of the week. Write down your password. <laughs> be well, my friends. Take, Take care. care.